0: Whether you are young or old, you would have never said no to travel, isn't it? Visiting places, going on a trip, or just getting away from your weekday hustle bustle on a weekend, it's always fun and it's always refreshing. So folks, fasten your seat belts as we take you to a journey that you might have never heard before. I am Rohan from Epilogue and we are starting a brand new show called Around the World. Yes, you heard it right, so. Let me introduce you to the host of this podcast, Rohan Patole. He's a food traveler himself and a travel host at a popular travel channel and he'll take you to places that you might have never heard or seen before and also on a gastronomical journey that will keep you wishing for more and more and more. Also, today we have a very special guest joining us. Her name is Tejasri Sane and her job is to take... Folks like you to Enchanted Places and that's the name of her company as well. Enchanted Outings where she takes people to the unexplored destinations of the country showing what the true beauty of India is. So folks, fasten your seatbelts, plug in your earphones and join me on a journey around the world. Thank you.
1: Hi everyone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How has been traveling coming to you? amazing I have, I have in fact uh, i'm very excited about this whole session and i'm really looking forward to it. but you know what we i have i've uh, done a podcast session with you before so i'm more engrossed and more curious to know a little bit about tejasri so let the ladies start and then we can take over ah, yes sweet.
0: definitely
1: so rohan traveling for me started um, uh, as a child when I used to go, go out with my mother, you know, to places like Nipani, Kolapur or uh, with my team when I used to play cricket as a Wicked Keeper. We, used, we would go for our nationals and zonals. But the real break in traveling with my friend came when I um, traveled to Kashmir for the first time. Yeah. So that was the first time I was not traveling with a family. The first time I was traveling with my friends. Just four of us. Mm -hmm. and dynamics were very funny okay we were three girls and one guy (laughs) and we were supposed to be eight people who were uh, you know going to be traveling but then of course when the place is Kashmir everything is you know everything changes right so uh, four of them dropped out and I said whether anyone wants to go or not I'm definitely going because I'm not going to cancel my ticket. So, anyway. So, we have this. Uh, we had this military guy. So, he guided us um, onto our trip. And this was a time uh, when we had uh, Amarna Teatra. And um, pretty much that was the first time. And we didn't know what to expect. Because we had heard of militancy and everything. And uh, there was this kind of an excitement mm-hmm. as to what's going to happen. Alright. And the moment... We crossed Jawahar Tunnel uh, from Jammu into the Kashmir Valley. You know, there was a strange excitement. And we loved Kashmir thoroughly. We, I mean, I can't just express <laughs> myself. But that was my first yeah. travel. And, uh, you know, that was the experience that actually got me into my other company. And uh, the place. We, we didn't do... We planned the itinerary ourselves. And... Later on, that became um, the kind of dhacha or uh, how do you say, the way we would always plan our trips. Okay. So, a few like-minded people, three or four of our friends. And then six months ahead of time, we would plan an itinerary or we would point down a place. We would, uh, you know, look at the maps and plan our itinerary. Look what is different in the place, you know, apart from the regular itinerary. Uh, scouts for different places, different stays, and we had this Bible or, or holy book called as Lonely Planet. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I mean it's fairly normal uh, right now, but that time Lonely Planet was like, like the book which yes. only the you know um, how do you say uh, not I mean Indians wouldn't really use this. This this was uh, a guidebook for outsiders, people yes. who stayed overseas. For India or for the world for that matter. But then that's uh, the book that we used to follow like to the T. Very thorough book, okay? I mean, it will give you what a thali costs uh, in a place like, uh, you know, Jhumri Talaya for that matter. <laughs> All right. So it was very, it's very thorough and it had some really uh, cost-effective places. So that helped me because I was not, I'm not. I don't come from a background that, uh, you know, I have money, will spend, will travel, you know, that kind. But uh, so I wanted to travel. I had whatever limited amount of resources that I had, and uh, I still wanted to, you know, do my own thing. I wanted to travel. I wanted to explore, and I had like-minded people with me.
0: And I believe that is the framework on which you have based your company yes, as well. Yes,
1: exactly so that's so since i've gone through it i've experienced it i kind of know what the other person's expecting so i want to show people what i have seen i mean the real beauty of this country is in its rural parts
0: awesome. it's
1: still unexplored And I want people to explore that beauty.
0: So we'll go in depth about what you're doing. Yeah. But before that, uh, I wanted to know what Rohan. uh,
1: (laughs) He's a foodie. What does
0: travelling mean to him? And uh, we have seen him on TV talking about food, especially, (laughs) and also going to places. So what does
2: travelling mean to you? So I have jot down travel as a as a whole in just two things okay people travel for two mainly two reasons one either they are seeking for something hmm. or they are running away from something awesome okay <laughs> i was <laughs> seeking true. for something when i started traveling why do i travel why do i travel you know different people can give you different definition i'll give you simple thing i travel because it makes me happy i am happy that is why i do My work more productively, and because I do that, I do pretty well in life. I get promoted more (laughs) often, and stuff like that. You know, and it gives me that peace of mind. It that give me that adrenaline kick that I have achieved something. I've been to a different country. I've seen something. uh, What uh, people uh, you know aspire, and just keep talking about it. So I, I. it has become very addictive now. You know, when yeah. I started traveling long back, I was a mama's boy. I was, uh, you know, my my father used to make comb my hair even at the age of twenty. You know, so that's the kind of you know protective family I come from. So when I stepped out and when I decided that I want to travel, I was very scared. And being scared is absolutely fine. You know, if you are not, you know, if you are not. Sc- Maybe that was my step out of the comfort zone. And I was really scared. And there was this, you know, fear within me, which didn't let me get out of that orthodox middle-class mentality of, uh, you know, society. But then my mom said, you know, wherever you go, keep standing. Whatever happens, you fall down, you get up again. And as I told you in my last podcast that, you know, I lost my father in 2008. And the last thing he told me is like, Take care of your mom, pay your credit card bills on time, and third <laughs> and most important thing, don't stop. Okay, so when I started traveling, it kind of, you know, travel grows on you. You know, you you have achieved something, you, you have been to a small place. You know, today everybody gets to travel, things are different. Things were different 20 years back, uh, where uh, going to Kashmir, as Dejashree was saying, by the way, that's my favorite destination yeah. too, <laughs> would be a <laughs> completely, magical. you know, far away dream. Today, Kashmir is just. Hop, skip and jump. Take a flight, go all the way to sure. Shrinagar and, you know, enjoy yourself. It's opened but up a lot. Yes, yes. In the last 20 years, you know, things have opened up. But uh, it was difficult then for yes. us, you know. It was difficult. Today we. Today, I can sit and I can say that I've been to Australia and Norway and this and that. Because I've done it. Okay. So there is this feeling of fulfillment. So the first thing I did when I was in Punam, the first thing, my first destination was Parvati. Okay. Okay. If you can just Google Parvati, there's a small hill in the middle of the city. And uh, I said, I'll go all by myself. You know, I'll go to Parvati. I'll go for a morning jog. I'll climb up all the way on top. I'll, Mobile will to nahi the, to proof nahi hai pas. <laughs> <laughs> No selfies
1: that But
2: plan. yeah, yeah. And uh, I mm-hmm. said, wow, that, uh, you know, that achievement mm-hmm. made me hungry for more, you know, and so on and so forth. So Parvati went to... Sarasbarg, Sarasbarg went to Mahabaleshwar, Mahabaleshwar, so on and so forth. And I was very actively involved with uh, different sports uh, yes. and uh, theater groups. So that happened theater. to be tra- yeah. But till at, uh, if I uh, go back and think about it, it's crazy because till at the age of twenty-one, I had just covered one state out of Maharashtra, and that was Hyderabad. Not even state, just one city. City, okay. And today I'm thirty-six, and I have covered almost. <laughs> I so
1: totally envy
2: you. You know, I mean, I've covered most of the places. Of course, I've just started traveling. There are 209, 207 countries in the world. So lots more to do. And mind you, the best part is after traveling India for 15 years, I still haven't completed yet. Okay, come to mama. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to give you some business. So travel for me is being happy. Uh, travel has also changed uh, the fact that uh, when you travel in my case it was different because I was traveling for a company and I was traveling because somebody was uh, you know <laughs> making me travel initially but then eventually I got addicted to it I started appreciating life more I started appreciating food yes. I started appreciating people nature that's how food dictates started <laughs> <laughs> so it started with strictly street and then food dicted. I'm so glad you took you. You pronounced the name correctly. You know, people say "food addicted" and so <laughs> on and that. Food addicted, yes. Food addicted started, and um, I, I normally used to uh, use a tag for food addicted. Are you addicted to food addicted? So easy. I wanted to say, "Are you addicted to my travels?" <laughs> then so on and so forth. The shows uh, happens, but travel for me today is uh, very important. Very important. If I get married tomorrow and. If I have a family, if I have children, I see today when I, I recently had a trip to Norway, and you will see parents traveling with their kids, their toddlers, and they are. And I'm not even talking about you know young kids; they are they are like few months old and stuff like that. They would probably take them in that, whatever you call cramp. it, mm-hmm. the cramp, right? Okay. So they are so passionate about traveling because somewhere we have real, even we have understood that that travel will eventually change you. It'll make you more matured. It'll make you smart. It'll make you street smart. It'll make you... It'll Even if nothing happens, it'll just give you a better idea of what the world is. And travel for me is always people. Okay? Awesome. I don't remember destinations, but I remember people. And for me, those des- those people are the destination. Wow. So,
0: I'll tell my story. So... We have been traveling all together with the family. So, usually it was the car, which was our mode of transport, and not any fancy place, uh, any exotic destination, but simple places. But the journey itself was so fascinating that that was all that was required for us. And uh, the moment we would reach that place, we would just sleep. (laughs) But what we did was. Enjoy the atmosphere of that place, Correct. food and the journey back. So, the road were actually the most fun places which we have visited. And that's how I think cycling also came to me. Oh,
2: <laughs> and that is something I would like to do, you know, cycling, <laughs> you yes. know, losing weight, fitness and then traveling by cycling. Because cycling teaches you a lot. It's again the same yes. thing. What we It, we, it gives you your own time. Yeah, it makes you win that, you know, we when we are running, especially mm. when we are running a marathon, they say that it's it's a battle between... Uh, mind over body.
0: Yes, definitely. It's, there's
2: a battle going on. And cycling, I think, you how, how many kilometers do you cycle? Anywhere between 100 and 200. Are you oh, kidding what? me? 102? <laughs> really? Yes. You go to Pune and then next day
0: you come back? That... Uh, I want to. But uh, equipment. so we got to take care of the stuff
2: too. When you say 100 kilometers, you mean 100 kilometers in a day?
0: 100 kilometers, yes.
2: In a day? Yes. So 100 oh, really? kilometers wow. can get done in saying it so easily. So right? one of my
0: most favorite rides were Mathiran ride. So, we yeah. rode from Bombay to Mathiran. So, that's wow. close to 120 kilometers. That's a pretty hilly so area. So, right? uh,
1: you know, how do you manage? Do steep. You train, how, how do you, uh, by cycle. Uphill.
0: We ride to Mathiran. The, the hills, you know, hills I, and steeps. How do you I, manage it? As in? Yeah, steep. By riding. It. By riding? <laughs> yes. So, there were some occasions where... Uh, The trekkers were faster than us. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes. So, because cycle. So, you got your own weight as well. So, sometimes it became slow. But the view that you got from that path. The best part about climbing. Forget about the view. What about the stamina? (laughs) Best part was descent. That's the best part in cycling. Yeah,
2: yeah. Descent.
0: Correct. So, moving on. Um, There are already too many shows on traveling. But uh, starting a new podcast on traveling Mm -hmm. is something which I always have wanted to. Mm -hmm. And... uh, there are so many places which are not yet discovered. Hmm. There are so many places which have not been portrayed the way it should be, the way it deserves. Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: So what what is your vision for this show? Okay. So what I think and what I think what I can bring to this show is, of course, my experiences because I'll be giving you on-site experiences. There are a lot of countries I'll be traveling, a lot of uh, cities I'll be traveling within India and I would want my audience to be up close and audible with me (laughs) because uh, you know it's it's a different thing when you speak uh, uh, with them and when you actually take them on your journeys so i think it's very it you know i I try to i you know i want to keep it very personal because Yes. yes Our uh, anchoring and, you know, television field happens a lot in the way auditions are and, okay. you know, a style and a little of a show and a little bit of a famous show shine. Show shine. That's what they say. Show shine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but I, I think that what makes or what will make this show unique is you being absolutely original. Original. You'll be absolutely original uh, you give them a variety of things, like you give them on-site experiences, you tell them about your experiences, you tell them, uh, you know, probably they just we can guide them with the tips and the, the false myths and how you can travel, why you should travel and so on and so forth. And most importantly, it gives you, it becomes very, you know, a lot of people actually think that this is very difficult but बैठे, बैठे, <laughs> it's more भी. like reading a book, you know, it's where
1: you like actually uh, give uh, your brain a little kind of an impetus to you go ahead and imagine uh, how the place would be yeah. uh, while he's explaining to you. Uh, about the place so yeah, it's, just it's for example a... just
2: imagine Tejishri <laughs> taking you to Kashmir she's she's taking you and not just sitting here and talking about it but probably when she's in Gulmarg and when she's at which is your favorite in Dal uh, Lake when you you to our audience you the well, lakes <laughs> of
1: Kashmir <laughs> but yeah many more many more Himalaya is very close to my heart though yeah
0: the way um, I see it or hear it we would be like their friends who are narrating the experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. So there is something called as a 3 dates effect I saw on the net that uh, after the movie, 3 dates was shot and uh, viewed on the television and everywhere. People started flocking to Leh and Ladakh, which gave a big boost, not just the tourism in Leh, but also the business overall. So what do you think? How has the industry changed since the last so many years and now? And where do you see it
2: in future? I think the turning part was um, after the internet boom in 2000. Internet has brought the world closer. And, you know, lay Le- to be more precise, uh, have a direct airport. So if I want to, I have a very, you know, all I need to do is just book my tickets. That's about it, okay? Probably what happens in Leh and how tourism has changed in Leh, uh, traditionally can give you a better idea. But I can tell you, Travel overall has changed over a period of time because obviously, you know, 20 years down the line for us, Goa would be the ultimate destination. You yeah. know, today, even Kashmir is not. People were still traveling then, people are still traveling now. Then, if you didn't have money, you would probably go to Mathura or Mahamudishwar. Or if you have a decent sum of money, you would probably go to Kashmir or Amritsar. If you have a lot of money, it was Switzerland. Definitely, Switzerland. Yes, of course. <laughs> you know, but today people want to go to Czech Republic. People want to go to Faroe Island. People want to go to Prague. Prague. I, I mean, I want to go to Prague I and mean, Czech Republic again. So yes. you know, people are experimenting with travels. They don't like the done in dusted trails they want new they want unique they want personalized attention all these things weren't available 20 years back you know you know as far as business is concerned Mm -hmm. as far as business is concerned uh it's not just restricted to uh, b2c but also b2b because you know there's in fact a data which i have uh, that 57 percent of travel fields brand should tailor their info based on personal preferences or past behavior If a travel brand tailored its information and overall trip experience based on personal preferences and past behavior, 36% would likely to pay more for the services. If I want to go, the first thing I'm going to see is not the fare, but the reviews. You know, what do people have to say about it? What do people think about it? And the more, the better. And they say that, you know, if people are willing to, you know, in spite of high rates, if people have good reviews, I'm ready to pay that whatever extra amount mm-hmm. for the same and please understand you know travel today is a trillion dollar industry there are more than 400 million people working in the ta- travel industry more than 50 percent of the gross GDP of the world is taken care of by tourism so tourism is growing definitely yes but so are the travelers because travelers are more smarter now they want uh, things which are not for example let, why, yep. why we talking about travel let's talk about me if you see my dream list or if you see my travel list you will laugh you know i want to go on my honeymoon to everest base camp <laughs> i want to try i, I want to swim naked uh, in the sea of uh, you know mauritius <laughs> so, you know these are my dream list so i'm not restricted to and imagination also has changed because uh, of course media and uh, internet and so I think I think it, it's changing it has already changed in fact uh, it's changing why it's changing because there are a lot of new things which have uh, uh, come into the whole tourism sector for example I didn't know what was uh, dark tourism do you know no okay dark tourism in <laughs> true sense means tourism that involves traveling to places associated with death and suffering
1: Thank you not me. You know haunted places. <laughs> that,
2: people want to travel the Snake Island near Brazil. Have you heard of it? Snake Island? No. Way. Island <laughs> full of snakes. Uh, there's something called as um, music tourism. You know people want to chase the band wherever yeah. they are going yeah. and performing or mm-hmm. uh, places That's which are known for uh, music and folklore. Okay. Uh, there's something called as pop travel, pop tourism. What's that? It's metal and you know just go mm-hmm. be high. On music, on music. <laughs> <laughs> For everything, it was, we have Kasol. <laughs> <laughs> and in India, you'll see a lot of immersive travel these days. Immersive travel is when people don't want to just stay, but they yeah. want to live there. They want to do mm. farming. They want to build a greenhouse. They want to volunteer. They contribute want to contribute to the society. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Contribute to the society. Correct. Okay. So it gives you that feeling of accomplishment. And if you, you know, it's it's holiday away yeah. from the city, and at the same time, you have done. You've given it back to the society. So, So I believe this is where a lot of
0: homestays also come in. Oh, yes, yes, yes. uh, People want to live that experience of the native people. Correct. And uh, homestays are a very big stepping stone to not just bring people to their uh, environment, but also the livelihoods of the residents have become much better because of that.
1: It helps the economy, the local economy. Mm -hmm. So, we work with a lot of um, homestays yeah. and, in fact, uh, convince uh, the locals to, you know, lend at least a room mm-hmm. or two from their houses. And, um, you know, you follow their unique customs, be a part of their family, yeah. eat what they eat. You know, mm-hmm. something that you would not experience sitting at home yeah. or something that you would not experience in a, a hotel. The hotel is very, it's a very plastic experience, right? There's no... Yeah there's no real connection with uh the locals the 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 culture all right or but homestays is a huge market uh and people have understood it it's it's a very good um mm. it's a very good way that people are recognizing uh, you know this potential so mm. that they can actually uh, contribute to the travel industry earn their own living
2: mm. all
1: right this has changed a lot of Lot of, uh, you know, uh, how do you say, the economic uh, background of families living in those places, all right? Because now people want to really experiment uh, with their travel, where they go, you know, explore and uh, kind of experience what people experience in those places, the unique Mm -hmm. experiences that you will find only in those places and nowhere else. So, with backpackers
0: and uh, hostels where the rate of accommodation which is a major deciding factor of a place where you go has come down so yeah. uh, you take a lot of backpackers uh, yeah. what is the scenario that you have seen in the last few years
1: see it's so initially it was you know you have money and you spend it but um, we we came from that background that uh, we wanted to travel and had no money <laughs> so so you know just like other backpackers we started it too not booking but finding hotels on your own yeah. and uh, and then making a decision to go and stay there if you like it all right so there are a lot of lots of places that have opened themselves up uh, to this kind mm-hmm. of a genre also where uh, people will demand a low rate they are okay with uh, spartan furniture they are okay with uh, you know simple food they are okay with bunk beds but they want to travel So, this was introduced to me by an Australian traveler who came to Mount Abu. So, we got chatting by the time we were in Mumbai. And um, so, he asked me where, you know, I mean, the direction where he could go and what he could do in Mumbai and things like that. So, I offered him breakfast at my home. So, there is something called as couch surfing. Couch surfing is you as a travel fraternity... You make available meals Mm
2: -hmm.
1: for a fellow traveler, all right, or a home to a fellow traveler, and uh, it circulates. I mean, it, it recycles. Like that person will offer it to another person visiting his hometown. Okay. Yeah. So you're saving each other money. You're still giving the home cooked goodness and, you know, the, how do you say, the affinity, all right, the feel good factor. Everything, it's like a personal guide, you know, you take the like around. a chain
0: reaction of yes, goodness.
1: And that's so beautiful. Now, imagine this, okay, can you live in Mumbai for 125 rupees? Can you even imagine? And that to somewhere close to, say, Apollo Bandar,
0: mm-hmm. near Gateway. For a day, you don't get to what throughout yeah, the Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly, right? So, uh,
2: 125
1: obviously. <laughs> but you uh, This is what we think,
0: okay,
2: yeah.
1: being in Mumbai. But there are places, even in Mumbai, and that too, in a, a vantage location like Apollobandar or um, near Taj, hmm. near the gateway, uh, it's called a Salvation Army. They rent out their places. What's a
2: Salvation Army?
1: Salvation Army is a, it's, a, it's an organization. So, they, they do this also for travelers. So, a traveler can actually walk in and let them know that this is uh, the period that I'm planning to stay here. And it just cost a hundred rupees or hundred and twenty-five rupees. Really? Perfect. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing yeah. tomorrow,
2: Rohan? <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: not. <laughs> so there are different, uh, different organization who organizations who have done that across the world. We hear about hostel world. Yeah. Okay. We hear about in India. We hear about uh, an affiliated uh, organization with the hostel world, which is YHEI Youth Hostel. They have. I mean. The first time I went to Manali, um, I stayed in 47 rupees a night. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) Yeah, so a bed, just a bed in a dormitory for 47 rupees. Okay. All right. So things like these, which are not, which are even beyond (laughs) belief, beyond belief. belief, that do happen. You just need to introduce.
0: Find the right people and places.
1: So, if you want to travel, there are ways and means to do that, even if you don't have money. So, So I'm glad she has cleared
2: the one myth that travel is expensive. A lot of people don't travel. Travel is inexpensive or expensive? No, no, expensive. (laughs) A lot of people actually (laughs) have this myth Myth. Hmm. saying that travel is expensive. Yeah. But she cleared it saying that, you know, it's just, you know, experience is expensive, but travel is definitely not. Not at least in today's time. Mm -hmm. You know, I have have friends of mine who have saved, you know, of course, they travel abroad, Mm -hmm. but then they take loans. Yeah. They travel, they come back for the next seven months, they keep repaying the loan on EMI. So people mm. are taking risk in order to travel.
1: Mm. You
2: know. The experience which they want to live.
1: Yeah, my yes. boss did that actually. On a he honeymoon. did? Yeah, she did. Okay, she
0: did. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. okay,
2: so people are changing, so is the travel and um, I hope that uh, in, the, in, in the season... Uh, we, we give them a glimpse, not just about uh, our experiences, but, uh, you know, uh, g- make them aware about what's yes. happening outside, not just in India. But, uh, you know, oh, everywhere is. I travel or Tejashree travels, we give them a little bit quickly. You know, it's going to be fun um, to interact the locals there. I'm sure. And asking them, and probably, you know, uh, viewers can reach out to you and... Listeners. Listeners can, yes. (laughs) The VJ (laughs) and me. (laughs) You know, they can reach out to you and probably ask you all the FAQs what they want to ask us. And you can... Definitely. You know, we can do that, you know. But uh, more importantly, I think it's a responsible platform. And I think uh, as a travellers, as fellow travellers, we have taken this responsibility. Or we are taking this responsibility in order to give you the best travel experiences ever your ears have heard
0: (laughs) and i'm sure about that before you immersively travel will immersively make you hear about the travel
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes so by the time you go there you know everything and right from you know we are going to uh, you know not just scratch the surface but we're going to go deep inside like i didn't know there's a place in manali for 47 bucks and 125 bucks at gateway of india i mean
1: Yeah, you should try (laughs) it. I I
2: stayed in Taj and it costed me a bomb, you know. It cost me close to 40-50,000 rupees per night. You know, one suite. Okay, Same place, she's saying 125 rupees. So, you can see, you know, all the listeners can imagine what's coming their way.
1: So, it was an eye-opener for me. I mean, I being in Mumbai, I did not know this. And this... Australian from Melbourne just comes in saying, Are, so it, it proves rupiah. that and if, like, if
0: someone wants to travel and visit yeah. a place, explore that place, get understand about it, money can't stop you. Correct.
1: And the same person uh, stayed in Udaipur, right, in, right bank opposite Lake hmm. uh, for some 300 hmm. rupees or something like that uh, with the locals. So it's an experience, yeah. During Definitely. holy
2: especially, as Mohammed said, you know, don't tell mm. me how much you are educated. Tell me how much you have traveled. Mm. Travel makes you a wiser man. It, it, That's of true. course, it develops the knowledge, and it also makes you. It gives you that gift of wisdom. Listening to epilogue travels will also make you a knowledgeable person. <laughs> 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 we'll try and share our wisdom <laughs> through the plot. <plum. laughs> but also, travel for me has also worked in my favor because uh, the knowledge. You get because of visiting that place, because of the research you do for that place, and of course, when you go there, it's a and you know when you interact with people. My job is all about people, right? So I do go interact and communicate. There's a lot of communication which happens. There's a lot of connection which happens. People are a little skeptic on one of the main reasons why people are scared to travel is because there's a lot of man-to-man connect, and you know, people you need to communicate and people think that we are not good enough to do so okay and uh, i don't think anybody's you know it's it's not about how good you are in communicating i think it's just how good you are in connecting the one reason why i want to come on this podcast and on this journey is mainly to share my experiences my journeys uh, to my fans and my listeners
0: Tejashree expertises in uh, sharing her. Really, but but yeah. yeah, she has a vast knowledge about history. India, uh, its cultural history. And she also takes people on these experiential travels or immersive travels where uh, they can experience, uh, listen to experience rather about the past, how it was, the culture, the way people uh, were. So what do you think? How can we so bring uh, uh, these we, on the podcast?
1: When we speak about India... Uh, or travel for that matter. The trend that we've been seeing so far is uh, when your social status kind of goes up, immediately you'll see people going overseas and, uh, you know, visiting different countries. Whereas our country has a lot to offer. You know, this, this thing came to me from our food technology. That's what made me think a lot. Yeah. And because everything that we eat, I mean, since he comes from the food you know background uh, but i also want to say ki whenever i mean there is any uh, there is any uh, any uh, type of food or a dish made there is such a lot of thought that goes into it alright we are a 5000 year old civilization how many times have we even been taught about that in the school apart from the harappan civilization or the indus valley civilization how much do we really know about our own country right? It's an extremely old country. It's the oldest, the only oldest continuous civilization in the world. So, there is so much to offer. Our country has so much to offer, okay? Uh, In terms of food, um, if you can just imagine, I mean, I'm sure you must have seen Disney stories and Disney animations and things like that, right? So, in a Disney animation, uh, just think of uh person visiting a wonderland and you know there's a well and beneath that there is a palace and things like that okay we've seen that happen in in in, uh, animation series but uh, that actually happens here did you know that (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure you've heard of something like that definitely but there is uh, okay there is a step well here very close to our town in satara so in satara you will actually see a A well, it's a step well, okay. And when you actually start seeing that and experience, I mean, seeing that and exploring that, you'll actually see that there is an entire palace inside. Wow, There's an entire palace inside. I mean, think, okay. If someone had to read a book and find out that there is a palace inside a well, you're going to to be wide-eyed, right?
0: What places come to your mind when we can... Take our listeners to these places.
1: My personal intent is to showcase this civilization to the world. Yeah, and not just to the world, but to the country also. I mean, how many people in India know there are places like these? Did you know it? No. There. There you go. So, so there are several. This is a wonderland, okay? Yeah. So there are several places. Even in whether we speak about the Himalayas, whether we speak about. Um, different places we are blessed geographically mm. and that's what i want to bring out to our people
0: uh, listening to your yeah, it's, it's uh, words wonderful. i can totally visualize and the listeners will be quite excited to listen to the future episodes i don't know about the
2: listeners i am very much excited uh, yeah. <laughs> oh indeed
0: and uh Listening to what you are saying itself uh, makes me visualize the places that you have visited and the listeners will be visiting in future. So let's call this an episode and uh, make our listeners wait for the future locations, destinations, experiences that uh, you will be bringing on the show
2: we yeah. will be bringing you different stories and we want you to hear it we want you to reach out to us with your feedbacks and uh, and your
1: questions also.
2: and your questions and the goodies if in case you want to send it <laughs> and uh, we 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 would you know we would find time and we would bring out the best in us and just be let's you know we have started yeah. it's, it's like going on a mission Responsible Definitely. mission.
1: We're open to um give them information that they'd like to hear. Like if there's any place that they'd like to hear, they can always uh, oh yeah absolutely with and, information uh, tips and we'll everything. we of a little a review um, uh, for them, and uh, they can actually go ahead and connect with us that way.
0: Awesome. So that's the an end, and uh, we of l- love feet. you listeners of a little the of and little bit of of travel. And this is me, Rohan, signing off, and we have Other Rohan signing off as well. (laughs) Uh, With one last question. Yeah. (laughs) What's for
2: dinner?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye, guys. See you.
2: (laughs) Bye.